gotta tell you, I am regretting my life decisions this week by sitting through these fucking children on the corn movies. <laughs> what? Are you okay? So, are you doing the uh, the Halloween reviewing? Yeah. yeah, into into the hive. Uh, yeah. What is it? Um, okay, into the it's into the hive dot dot com. But okay, so go uh, check that out if you're a fan of yeah. horror. Um. Go check out Ryan's reviews of horror movies. He does uh, an entry every day of October. Uh, generally, yeah. Sometimes I'll cluster about two or three days into one post uh, because of timing issues. But okay, um, anyway, the goal is to watch at least thirty-one films that I've never seen before. A couple times, something might slip through that I'd be like, "Oh, I have seen that before," but I have to watch this so I can remind myself of this film coming up. Right. So, right. case in point, um, I decided to jump into the Children of the Corn franchise, which I did not realize was uh, eleven movies. Jesus and, God. Yeah, including okay, two on. of those are remakes. So, like, that's getting <laughs> up there with like the Bond franchise, Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Fast and the Furious is less than that. I think Fast is like 10 now. Yeah, they're only up to 10 so 10 far. 10 and so maybe... They, didn't they have a spinoff? Uh, that R- R- Riggs and Hobbs... Murtaugh? <laughs> Hobbs and, wait, what am I thinking? <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw? What, is it Hobbs and Shaw? Is that yeah, I think, so. I think so. That sounds okay. right. It's, it also sounds like a Bath and Body Works like brand or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> sounds like but, skincare. Yeah. Oh my God. I just... I, I was contemplating and not doing it this year because of just a, an assortment of reasons, but I decided to say, screw it and, you know, say, okay, you know what? Piece together what I had left over from other ones that I didn't end up, you know, doing. Yeah. Um, like movies that didn't quite make the cut one year that I was like, oh, I'll just add it to this year and finally so watch them. This, like, having to watch a movie I've never seen every single day and then write about it sounds like hell to me like that sounds i don't i don't know that i could come up with something off the top of my head that sounds more miserable than that to me and i'm i'm not i'm not saying you're not that wrong I, i'm not <laughs> saying that it's not something i would want to read because I've, I've read a lot of your blog entries and movie reviews Thank and they're you. really they're really good but doing Thank you. that, you're very kind <laughs> doing that sounds fucking miserable it's more exhausting than it is anything else. Yeah. Um, well, that's part of it. That's part some of, of why it. It's miserable. exhausting. Some of the movies make me miserable. Yeah. I can um, imagine. but like, like I, God, like I'm almost done with the fifth children of the corn movie. I think I have maybe 15 minutes left. And I was like, man, I might just go for a walk after this. So I can delay <laughs> having to finish it. Um, like the fifth one has got a lot of people that I was like, so useless information time. They did this one after scream came out and you can tell they're really trying to uh like be like hey here's some like hip up and coming teenage performers and genre veterans to pepper throughout it's got wait so they've been making children of the corn movies all throughout the 2000s the last one released i believe was in 2020 or 21 what the fuck (laughs) who is who is this for i don't know Honestly, okay, after that, watch- that, just, that ah. absolutely blew, blew slash blows my mind. Yeah, that they're they're currently making. So, like, are they getting released on like Shutter or are Shutter? They getting- I think only has one of them. Shutter. I think originally they had the most recent reboot um, as like a Shutter exclusive, mm-hmm. and then everything else was released either straight to video. The first two movies are the only ones that ever came out in theaters. 
Um, coincidentally, those are also the most watchable of the bunch. Um, they're not good, but right. they're, uh, they're at least entertaining. Like the second D- one is dumb as fuck, but it's actually really, it's kind of oddly charming. Give me the elevator pitch on what these movies are about. Cause I have no, no. I have no idea. <laughs> um, Wait, is, is children of the corn. That's not Stephen King related, right? It is. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck. It is. It okay. was, it was a 16 page short story that he wrote back in like the late seventies that you can, I believe, collect in the um, Night Shift compendium. Okay. And uh, the short story is fine, but it's very wholly unmemorable. Um, but then they turned it into a movie in 84 with Linda Hamilton and uh, like another dude whose name I can't remember. But And it, is it literally just like the opposite of Field of Dreams? <laughs> Like, is it like, is it like a nightmare version of like people coming out, like walking out of the cornfields? It's, it's an idea of it's, it's Stephen King's not so subtle jab at religious fanaticism, which he loves to do in like every fucking film. Okay. Um, Okay. I'm I'm back on board with it now. Yeah. So like the concept of the first film is that, um, suddenly one day, um, the small town of Gatlin, Nebraska, which comes back and I think I'm like, three or four of these fucking movies and is i'm that like a real that? place no okay. um I, I looked it up and i was like oh it's it's a fictional town okay. um so uh basically what happens is that suddenly all all of a sudden one day all the adults in town are murdered by all the kids in town Hell um yeah. yeah and i was like all right cool uh kids rock um <laughs> so what happens then is that you find out that there's some influence over them from an entity called he who walks behind the rose. And it basically says kill anybody over a certain age. Um, and then it will ensure we have a plentiful harvest for, you know, this season. It, if that sounds fucking stupid, it's cause it is fucking stupid. <laughs> and I, I also like, I've been going back and, and, uh, our foster son drew, I've been trying to get him into like finding some stuff that he would, uh, enjoy reading. And I'm blanking on the, the collection of Stephen King short stories that I got him reading, but it's the one with like Dolan's Cadillac in it. Uh, nightmares and dreams cakes, or is it from a Buick eight? Uh, no, no, no. It's short stories Uh, from a Buick eight. I think is a full novel. Oh, um, um, shit. Um, I think it's, God damn it. He's got, too, he's got too many fucking books and collections the, out there. The short story point being is like, I love his short stories. I, yeah. I think he is a stronger short story writer just about than he is a novelist. Um, because the agree. ideas don't get a, a chance to kind of like take, you know, I mean, the problem with like any kind of horror book oftentimes is that it ends up being like kind of dumber than it should be. You know, it kind of loses yeah. its its like scariness, and like he has a lot of these short stories are like just long enough or just short enough, rather that they don't veer into the the fully they don't go yeah. full stupid. You know, yeah. Well, like, and that's the thing. It's like you stretch a lot of these short stories into full length features, and right. you have to pad it out with you know whatever you can come up with. And uh, there was no sequel to Children of the Corn, obviously, in the com in comics in the book that. Cause it's 16 pages long. So the way that the first film ends, uh, you're like, okay, I guess I can see a sequel being made, but it comes out eight years after the first film did. Um, and it involves, a re- it involves what I can assume 
the survivors of the first film got out of town and probably told everyone else in neighboring towns, hey, there's some pretty horrible shit going on here. So you should probably go and like go check this out and like, you know, arrest people. Right. And uh, they do. <laughs> they like they go and they descend upon the town and they like take all the kids into foster care who haven't been, you know, haven't been killed. But right, of right. course, right. so, so this elevator is definitely stuck. Right. The <laughs> elevator pitch that I told you to give me. Like the somebody has like uh, hit the emergency button and we are frozen in time. I'm I'm begging uh, you to just let me drop. <laughs> just, and, just cut the fucking cable. Yeah. Um. All I can so, say okay. is that. So well, you're 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 watching all of the Children of the Corn movies. I'm gonna try blog. to. I have backup plans. Are you are you behind? Are you on schedule with your your blog? I'm on schedule. Um. If okay. anything, actually, I am technically ahead of schedule because I'm watching the fifth one currently and like i said i i stopped for a little bit because i was like all right am i gonna go record um what's the like do you take notes while you watch it or you just kind of like stream general, of consciousness type generally it? yes i will stop maybe here and there to write down notes um whether it's on just like i have like an old little uh little little notebook right here mm-hmm. um or i just write it on my phone <laughs> <laughs> the notebook you held up literally is like it's shaped like a a thing of popcorn, and it says yeah. movies on the front. Hey, of you it. know what? I have a I have a shirt somewhere that says something along lines of like unpaid movie critic. Um, I need to go bust that out again. It was very cute. Um, oh, that's funny, but man. I can I will just add one thing about number five, uh, which is that it's got Alexis Arquette, um, uh, David Carradine, uh, Fred Williamson. Uh, and most surprising of all is it has um, uh, Eva Mendez, and okay. it's like one of the first things she ever did. And huh. you, you can see, you know, she is, I'm being brutally honest here, she's fucking awful in the movie. And she is, but she is also going to be a complete moron who's like, hey, maybe this idea of like jumping into a giant fire to kill myself from 18, that sounds about right. And she apparently was so appalled by her acting in this movie. When she saw the final product, she says, I got to stop and I'm going getting, getting to get an acting coach because I know I can do better than that. And damn, that's, that's you. You're like, if you, you get cast in like a a movie with, with uh, like some decent name actors in there and then you see your performance on screen and it makes you go get an acting coach. That's some bad shit. Yeah. And it's, and I was like, I, I wouldn't be like, you know, it's not really her fault because I'm like, the movie just sucked ass regardless. I mean, it was and it's only like an 80 minute long movie but I was like, God almighty, like I felt really bad for her because I was like imagine that must be like, you know, you think it's going to be your big break. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then you see that and you're like, I gotta go back to the drawing board. Oh, yeah. Well, we are uh, we're recording this at the last possible fucking second to get an episode out this week. Um, yeah, we're, so, we're recording this at literally eleven fifty nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> man, I, I had a fucking jam packed weekend. I'm about to go out of town for three day, four days. I'll be back on Sunday, yeah. and uh, I am. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll you know what? I'll save my topic for when. Vic joins us because he's on his way back from band practice right now. Mm. That's why it's just me and, and Ryan. Uh, Josh is vacationing, I think, in Again. the south of France, uh, like along the French Riviera. Um, Damn. He's uh, him and his wife, uh, like all the money that he saved from 
Um, he started, well, to, for the listener, uh, he started mowing his own grass. So he stopped paying the kid <laughs> that he was paying to mow his grass. And as a result, they are on vacation in, uh, in the south of France right <laughs> now. Uh, Dan uh, supposedly has to work, but that's what he always says. You know, like he, he either either slept in if we do it on the weekend mornings or he has to uh, feed his family, quote unquote, provide <laughs> for his loved ones, quote unquote. Uh, so you forgot to add, you forgot to add that Josh also did the smart thing and he sold his NFTs early before they were all officially deemed. That useless. is true. That is true. He had a fairly sizable for the job that he does. I know a lot of people know that he uh, he. um actually we still don't know what josh does i don't think I, like we we uh he i th- i think he just researches posters and then says how much they're worth um but as a result uh he 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 amassed a fairly sizable board ape yacht club nft collection so he also unloaded those right before the market crashed uh which was which was good to you know, good for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let, I, uh, he had somebody else <laughs> holding that bag. I, I gotta say, did we ever talk about that when that article officially came out and basically, like, not that it was a huge surprise, but it was like, yeah, your NFTs are all officially worth nothing. Yeah, it said, said something like 99% <laughs> of them have absolutely no fucking yeah. value. And I was just like, God, that is, I mean, not that it was a huge surprise, but it also made me think, um, about a year or so ago, um, I saw the movie Clerks 3, um, and there is a subplot in there that I remember even when we were watching in like a special screening because Kevin Smith was there to introduce the movie and do like a Q&A afterwards, which was cool. Um, but there's a part in the movie where like one of the characters like manages to save an establishment by selling his NFTs. And I was like, oh, this is going to age like fucking milk. Wait, that's a, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Say that again. Who, who, who is it? What's the name of this movie? Clerks three. It's the third in the clerks. Movies. Oh, 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 clerks three. Sorry. Yeah. I was looking at a, a text from Vic. That's the plot of clerks three. It's one of the things in clerks three. Um, but I also remembered that Kevin Smith released a movie as an NFT that Jesus no one God. fucking bought. And I uh, had no idea he was deep into that shit. I think I, I, I uh, bet you money. Like, I, I don't know that these two actually hang out with each other, but that feels like something Seth green got him to do. Like it feels I, like they're buddies, yeah. you know what I mean? I think that um from what I can tell, you know, I, I, look, I'm I'm always I'm all for progression and for us finally realizing that some stuff is just blown out of proportion, but we really have to make weed illegal again cuz when he started smoking weed, all of his dumb shit started coming to fruition. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's uh, when his really his really bad movies started coming out. That's when he got deep into NFTs. That's when he got into all this shit that I was just like, oh no, what are you, well, baby, what is you doing? I have a question. Is Kevin Smith a good filmmaker? <laughs> I think we talked about this before. We, we have, right? <laughs> like Kevin Smith is a better storyteller with a microphone than he is with a camera. And I feel like even he would admit that. Like, I, feel, I, I don't know yeah. other than Dogma. That's, that's the only movie I've ever liked of his. You know, I liked, um, I mean, I liked a lot of his earlier stuff, but I have to say that, um, chasing Amy doesn't age very well. The whole concept of that is pretty fucking absurd. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's true. That's true. And, um, 
the Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, which I have a soft spot for. I'm like, that's very clearly made for fans. Um, and then I would say Cop Out and Beyond uh, is pretty much where his career went into the toilet. Cop Out, I think, was where he dealt with serious critical like repercussions. Oh, that's the that's the Bruce Willis Tracy Morgan one, right? Yeah, he didn't yeah, write that. Yeah, we talked about but, that. Yeah, but he like that. apparently he got like really like pissed off at I guess like being like, How dare you attack my movie? Fuck you all. And I'm just kinda like, Hey man, it happens to everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's but yeah, it's uh I wanna say these like thin skinned, um, but it's very much a case of where, like you've where you've been like a like a darling amongst not just critics but even like yeah. your diehard fans that when you yeah. finally don't have them on your side it hurts. Um but anyways, uh suffice to say I'm just gonna say really quickly, I've got uh six more children of the corn movies left and I'm going to try not to blow my fucking brains out. Um nice. I think the next one they imply that uh one of the kids from the first film was in a coma, even though we saw him get basically killed and apparently he also this is such a weird question to ask but apparently there is a sub subplot in the next one that involves the kid being in a coma coming out and he's an adult but he also now has a son and i'm like can you and when you're in a coma okay anything work um i don't know i don't know if i want to know the answer if you keep talking about watching children of the corn movies, <laughs> I'm going to blow my fucking brains out. Mm. I can't, I can't talk about this anymore because I've never seen any of these movies. And I feel like I'm in, uh, like a dream where somebody is explaining their dreams and it's all about them dreaming about children of the corn. I'm sorry. That, no, don't be uh, if anything. I'm a, pr- I appreciate you telling me to stop talking about them and yes, I will please. <laughs> um, but uh yeah so i don't know i hope uh josh and dan i hope if you hear this um just uh apologies in advance if you've heard about <laughs> about Ryan, this more than you ever we wanted have talked to. about this so many do you think dan <laughs> listens to this fucking show when I, he's not on it oh gosh good question no this um, we we no. answered it already no <laughs> fuck no josh isn't gonna listen to this shit either i don't know that mm. anybody should listen to this shit at this point mm. um that's fair Actually, uh, looks like we have a caller on the line. Uh, hello, uh, caller number one. Uh, just tell us your name and where you're from. Uh, this is Mark on a mobile calling from Michigan. Hey, Mark, what's your question for Hi, us Mark today? on a mobile. Um, I guess my question is, uh, what was the dumbest thing you saw on Twitter concerning the uh, emergency broadcast alert on your cell phones today? <laughs> That's a good question. I uh, didn't see anything. I turned into a zombie. we we don't have brains anymore because uh we're boosted actually so as a result we we accidentally left our phones on and we have the marburg virus i believe is what it's called what was that Uh, virus even it's a great question uh i don't know mark also you you sound amazing on a mobile um just want to point that out whatever 
carrier you're with. Mark on a mobile is like cat in a hat or hop on pop. Yeah, mark on a mobile. <laughs> it's all the extra tinfoil wrapped around my phone to get actually more reception. Yeah, it's the woke <laughs> it's the woke version of of Dr. Seuss, Mark on a mobile. Um so uh yeah, the the 5G activated your booster shot conspiracy theory today was amazing. And Gina was especially, I think that's the, that's the post that I saw go viral a little bit was Gina's claim to please, please, if you love yourself, if you love your family, turn your phones off for basically all afternoon for multiple hours so that they can't sneak the emergency broadcast system signal by you, which would activate the booster shot. And I don't know, like Gina referring to it, Gina Carano or is this? No. I don't know. Fuck. I was sleeping <laughs> no. through that. No. Okay. That's fair. I just said Gina as like, I just used her first name as if you're supposed no. to know who the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, no, not Gina Carano. Although why not Gina Carano? You know what? It is Gina Carano. It from now on is Gina Carano's post. Yeah, that, I wouldn't be able to uh, see it anyway. She's she blocked me on Twitter. So <laughs> really, yeah, Gina Carano blocked yeah. you on Twitter a while ago. When, uh, a while ago, when she was going on one of her gigantic rants, I think I just randomly asked her, "I'm like, you know, can I poop in your mouth?" And then she blocked me. <laughs> I, I got good timing. Okay. All right. All right. I. I don't, I can't blame her for blocking you for that. I'm going to block you now. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I, I think Mark just unsubscribed uh, from the podcast for that. I pay three dollars a month and this is a filthy <laughs> crowd of the universe. Um, Vic, uh, the question, Mark on a mobile asked us, what was the funniest, weirdest thing that we saw on Twitter today regarding the testing of the emergency broadcast system. Uh, did you see any of that? Um, oh, I actually, not today. Surprisingly, most of what I saw was like the predictions leading up to today mm-hmm. had the funniest shit. Like, I feel like today was like just dead because nothing happened. Right? Yeah. We all I, I, I found a, a decent filter on a old TikTok to make a video about having my phone on and, getting the booster shot uh, where it looked like I had like an infection crawling over my face or something. Uh, <laughs> I can tell you my favorite guy, he was like, you're whoa, 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 whoa. Your favorite guy. That's a hell Ooh. of a title in this context. Okay. All right. Okay. He's, just, he's probably my least favorite guy. Careful how you choose your <laughs> guys in general. Go. Okay. All right. Well, I'm just saying, I'm just repeating your words back to you. So, well, I was in the, it was mid sentence. So <laughs> okay, my, my favorite bad. guy amongst these, uh, conspiracy theorists that are doing, so he, he was doing predictions, you know? Okay, okay. And he, I think he might've been a TikTok guy or something, but he was like posting the bulleted list of all this shit that he was, like predicting it's going to happen. And you know, my brain, I'm always like, how do you know? Like, what, where did you get this? Right. And his answers to all that, it was, it's just a prediction. He was like, <laughs> I think that birds are going to fall out of the sky. And shit. It's just a prediction. <laughs> well, yeah. Like Vic's like, well, where did you get this information? And it like, like the, the answer, answer is it's a prediction. The, it, no, the answer is always, I made it up. <laughs> like I just, I just <laughs> made it up. Like it's it's like that it's like that Doctor Manhattan image where it's like uh, cite your sources and Doctor Manhattan is rising to the sky like a thousand feet tall <laughs> and it says I made it up. 
but the best part is the ass covering where it's like, it might not happen that day. It might <laughs> not even happen the next week. It might not happen the next month. So it's like, if anything ever happens in right. the future, you'd be like, see, I predicted it. Somehow yeah, you incorporate that's... that Kevin James meme into it. Yeah, the 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 <laughs> smiling, the coy. <laughs> My face when the birds fall out of the sky. Yeah, yeah. like like no no. Has anybody posted the Kevin James meme? And underneath it, me when none of my 5G emergency broadcast system predictions come true. <laughs> like, where did where that come first? from? Where did Kevin James come from? Uh, his parents, his mama's vagina. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just uh, like that's the that's the method I use with my wife whenever she asks me to like repeatedly do something. Are you like, I'm gonna do it. It might not be today. <laughs> it might not even be next week. Might not be three Kevin months from now. Mom's vagina. But ev- but eventually, God. oh yeah, me too. Uh, so what? Like Mark, what are you asking? Like where did that Kevin? So okay, Mark on a mobile has a second question. Apparently, he did, he's he's not a hang up and listen type caller. Every Twitter was, every tweet was that picture for like a three days. Right. I don't even know where it came I, from. I don't think it stopped. I think it's still right now. Like what was even the genesis of this? Um. It's a good question, man. Like, how do like I f- I f- I'm about to pull a, a insane clown posse memes? How do they work? You know, didn't it like, all start with you reveling in his luxurious hat selection? No, that was not. I, I was. I was. That was well after the the memes had started. Um, I'm too old for the memes to know. Man, somebody that. got. I, I had a very weird interaction of, with that little thread about <laughs> Kevin James and his stupid hats. Somebody quote tweeted me and was like, because he's a funny guy and he's good looking. And I, I love like, it when people take shit like that seriously. Well, yes, that. And I was like, I replied to that person, but did you see the hats? Like, as if like the whole, the whole joke there is like, I'm hung up on the hats. Like, like the, like somebody's personality and being like naturally handsome can't overcome dumb hats. Like that's the thing that I'm hung up on. So, like, I thought that was kind of, like, funny. And then I quote tweeted that person and said, I don't know how else to write this other than, did you see the hats? And it goes in one eye and out the other. And that person, who has, like, a bit of a following, started accusing me of being ableist because they are, like, almost legally blind and they misread it. And apparently I'm supposed to fucking know that they're almost legally blind. And I... Well, replied, you should have posted the Braille version of his hat. Yeah, that's a good point. Yes, I should have. Uh, like, I should have uh, posted it in American Sign Language. Or no, that's... though as bad. I, okay, that was ableist. What I just said was in fact ableist. I apologize for that. Um... But no, like they, and then like I replied to them and, and I was trying to be good natured about it. And they said, uh, you don't need to address me. You just need to delete your tweet. And I was like, okay, bitch, the last thing I'm ever going (laughs) to fucking do is delete the tweet for you now. Like you're out of your fucking mind. So that was a stupid, stupid result. Everybody delete every tweet if they're offended because they can't see it because their eyesight's bad. Um, 
Because every tweet is an affront to their ability to see. Yeah, I guess so. Yes, that, that, to I humanity. Follow. All right, everybody, I'm, you heard I'm, it here first. Delete all of your tweets. Yes, yes. Uh, that's just a good rule of thumb in general. If you don't want to ever be canceled down the road. Um, so, Mark, did you get to the bottom of the know your meme, the Kevin James? I did. I uh, I googled, which you can do this now. So you type in what you want to know in Google, and it gives you an answer. <laughs> like, like, since when? Like immediately. It's Fuck crazy. Yeah. I'll have to ask three podcasters from North Carolina. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize Google is also go ogle. So, huh, no shit. <laughs> it's basically just a dude posted me after one double rum and diet. And it got 25,000 likes. And then some godlike genius posted that. Yes. That, yeah, so champagne anyone. I've seen, like, in the past, people have found funny, funny King of Queens promo photos. And, like, like Kevin James, like, like, like kind of, like, hiding uh, behind, like, a... a sexy looking Leah Romini and he's kind of got this like coy kind of look on his face and with the caption when the caption of like uh uh me when I asked my wife to ask the waiter to take my food back because I'm not happy with it or something you know like some some kind of (laughs) some just funny caption with it and I guess somebody went through the stock images of of Kevin James uh recently and found that one and the world's better off he has a podcast called Wet Jeans Podcast. You guys are kind of close. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Senator Wet Jeans Cousin Podcast. Podcasts. Both dead related. Okay, I'm about to post the Kevin James meme with the 5G predictions. <laughs> That's right uh, Yeah, I'm about to do it right now, live on the air, and it's going to get 37 likes because Twitter is fucking dead. Okay. I'm going to hang up now, guys. Mobile. Okay. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Bye. He didn't talk anything like you guys said. (laughs) Yeah, I forgot about the Mark impressions. Hi, I'm Mark from Michigan. I'm Mark over mobile. (laughs) Um, Yes, he sounds much better in person. Sounds Uh, better than you. (laughs) Damn. Vic. Yeah. (laughs) How's your week been? It's been... Pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, learning to be an electrician is a lot more than I was expecting. It to <laughs> Electricity. There's a lot of shit to that, apparently. Oh, boy. Is there ever. Oh, man. How's your... Uh, what's your grades like? I'm actually they... doing really, really well. Oh, good. good oh, good, yeah. Good. Uh, I guess I had a topic if you guys want to talk about my topic. Oh, well, I want to we read do. something real quick. Um... <laughs> This came out today in the Washington Post by Timothy Bella, and somebody tagged me in it and said, I need to up my game as a wedding officiant. Officiant fires <laughs> gun to welcome bride, shoots grandson, and wedding goes on. <laughs> wedding goes on? <laughs> wedding goes on. <laughs> so I just want to read this real quick. <laughs> okay, every fucking sentence of this where gets, exactly did this take place gets done well I'll just guess well i mean I, well if it's in the post i'm wondering if maybe it might be like close by <laughs> uh let's see actually okay i thought it took place in texas but 
Okay, I'll, just let me just let me read it real quick. Sorry. Michael Gardner wanted to start his nephew's wedding with a bang. His plan involved shooting <laughs> a blank from a revolver into the air to signal to the roughly 200 people gathered on Saturday that the outdoor ceremony, which he was officiating, was about to begin. But when Gardner cocked back the hammer of the gun, it slipped, and the homemade blank that he had used... So again, so just like right there, the homemade blank... Oh my God. ...that he had used which was closed off with glue, fired from the Pieta 1860 snub-nose revolver that he had borrowed, he said. So it's not his gun. He Is that the something borrowed? Yeah, something, something <laughs> borrowed, something blew off like a chunk of his grandson's shoulder, I guess. Uh, <laughs> as the bride was about to walk down the aisle, what was supposed... Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, let's see... He borrowed, he said. Okay. As the bride was about to walk down the aisle, what was supposed to be a day of love in Denton, Nebraska, turned into one of unexpected panic. The wedding officiant accidentally shot his 12-year-old grandson in the shoulder. Despite the shooting, Gardner finished officiating the wedding. In an interview with the Washington Post on Wednesday, Gardner said he regretted using a homemade blank. Yeah, I bet he fucking does. It was the first time he had done so. (laughs) Okay? So, so, he, it's a gun he's unfamiliar with. It's not a professionally made blank. It's the first time he's ever made one. Uh, like every, like apparently he was pointing it at someone. Yeah, that or, was. But so if I had a perfect, if a gun that I knew very well and I had a professionally made blank, I still wouldn't aim it at a child and pull well, the trigger. It says, but when Gardner cocked back the hammer of the gun, it slipped. So either he flagged his grandson and discharged it in that moment, or like he cocked it back and it was it was like a uh, like it it was like a heavier hammer than he realized and he like let it slip and it like fired the the round it discharged something you know like the the blank isn't supposed to have a round in it so maybe it was like the blasting cat or like you know like the 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 shell or the primer or some shit blasted out of the barrel of the gun so the 12 year old boy was taken to children's hospital about an hour away in omaha and his injuries aren't life-threatening said ben huchin chief deputy of the lancaster county sheriff's office in nebraska Gardner has been charged with felony child abuse committed negligently and resulting in seriously bodily injury. Gardner, an elected Republican official who has served as a commissioner in Hector <laughs> County, Texas since 2021, said he turned himself in on Monday and was released on a $10,000 bond. I'm amazed because the bar is so goddamn low in these situations. I'm amazed that they even charged him with anything, to be honest with you. Like, I'm surprised they didn't just like, you know... Ah, no harm. Yeah, I mean, yes, there was harm, there was foul, but it was his own grandson. Like you know, I feel like quite often they're like, you can shoot ah, your own grandson. It's yeah, not you can just don't shoot anybody else's. You know what I mean? Like that's what's actually against the if law. If there ever was a proper use for the Kevin James meme. <laughs> 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 oh, oh it's so good that's so good you're you're absolutely right do you ever hate it when the journalists like get too cutesy about some shit like how they said they want he wanted to start it off with a bang like oh, the guy yeah. shot a child like yeah but that's how you're gonna start the article you know i mean better that he'd be like ah it was just child's play or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. The tone of it gets more serious as it goes on, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it kind of does. It kind of does. Uh, so, 
I'm about to be out of town for the next four days. And I'm going to the mountains with my dad. I'm going to a bluegrass festival. Sweet. Um, cool. Any big names? I, I have no idea. I don't know who's playing. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's something that he goes to and has gone to pretty much every year for the past few years. Um, so I'm finally going with them. It's just going to be me and him. And I can't think of a way I'd rather spend less than than going to a bluegrass <laughs> festival. I mean, bring some mushrooms. Or I don't know. I don't know if I said that correctly. Um, like I, I've never been to a music fest, like a, a multiple day music fest where you have to like camp out and shit. Are you going to camp? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we are. <laughs> uh, nice. And by camp, I mean, we've got an air mattress that we're going to put in the bed of this truck. And I'm pretty sure rains? I got a, sh- I got a shit in a bucket for the next few days. Straight out of low cash. Um, you could start that now to get used to it. <laughs> yeah, I should have been practicing. Uh, like I don't mind spending time with my dad, but there's a reason I don't go to music festivals. You know what I mean? I I don't think is it, it's is a, it specific because you don't want to shit in buckets because I I don't you get over I, it pretty quick you know I don't want to be in any one place like stuck for, for multiple, four days y- yeah yeah like, that doesn't I, sound very I good. there's only so much music I can stand in one outing uh, which I know sounds weird people are always like. Hey, have you heard this band? Have you listened to this new album? And I'm like, no, and I'm, I will, and I'll never. Well, is there like no reentry? Can you go like run over? No, to the I'm sure there is. It's not. It's not going to be like a like you can't you can't go back in if you if you leave or anything. Like there, there's I'm sure there's, there's reentry and shit. Say that again. Some of those ones in the past did that. I think that was like that with uh like Ozfest and Warp Tour and shit. I think they like were like yeah, it's, no reentry, it's, which was fucking stupid. It's yeah, not crazy. like that. It's just uh man, it's I don't know. Like I I like going to like one evening of a concert and then going home. You know yeah. what I mean? I can't really, is, I can't do the festival shit either anymore. It's supposed to appeal to like the, you know, the hippie commune kind of people that want right, to live in Right, which tent. is the antithesis of the type of person that appeals to me. Right. Uh, like, I like those people in very small doses. Yeah, but, but not I four am, days of those people. Mm, no, 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 no. <laughs> so I'm, I like, I, I feel like I need to, I'm bringing my bottle of Xanax uh, <laughs> to take the edge off. Um, and also, like, just giant crowds. I get stressed out in giant crowds. Yeah, uh, that can be stressful. It's just, uh, yeah, but my dad is like the, the mayor of wherever he goes. You know what I mean? Like he's, <laughs> he's like, per, he's like, he's like the dude everybody like gravitates to and hangs out with and shit. And so like, ideally he will be the focus of that and I can just show for him around on a golf cart and, and, oh, yeah. and that'll be that. So You're not but I am, I am looking forward to, to you know, do it, doing that with him. So. Uh, the a scooter thing? What'd you say? I was thinking you're not gonna bring his little scooter thing. 
his little moped, his yeah. little go pad. No, 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 no. He doesn't. He I, he's got that. That probably I think doesn't off road so good. You no, know, it doesn't. Although they do make the off road versions of that. Um, Vic is talking sick. about. Uh, so the the reason we had one of those is somebody in the film business that he used to work with uh, sold those thing. They were like they were like the East Coast distributor of these things, and it's basically a scooter, like a push scooter that. Is is almost it's like a like a razor scooter before it was a razor scooter, but just a little more like like the wheels are larger. It's like made of better materials, but it has like a weed eater engine on the back of it, <laughs> and you would literally like Hell put yeah. it up. You put the kickstand does it, does it down. Get God look and good speed. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Helps you uh, in wizard fights, <laughs> which is which is what I needed when I ate shit on one at the end of eighth grade and literally Yikes. face planted in the middle of the road. I, I hit a rock. Oh, it was so that's like, why you look the way you look now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, <laughs> lots of facial reconstruction surgery after that incident. Um, but yeah, I was like going around this cul-de-sac. And it was like getting dark outside and I just hit a rock in the middle of the road and the thing fucking flew out from underneath me. And, uh, I just completely ate shit. Like I, like my, my face was seriously fucked up from like, mm-hmm. like my neck all the way up the top of my head. It was, it was gnarly. Did you lose fuck. any teeth? I did not. No. Somehow Good. I managed right to, uh, keep all my teeth, but like somebody, I remember, I remember hitting the ground and then this dude bursting out laughing. Like these two guys were standing in their driveway and like one of them burst out laughing and the other dude like came over and like helped me up and, and got me home uh, to, to my dad's house. Like he carried the, the scooter while I was like in shock and like blood was pouring off of my face and, uh, and then, then got patched up. But I had this like giant scab running down like the center of my face <laughs> for all summer long. So racing stripe. Yeah, those, exactly. And those two people were Dan and Vic, respectively. Yes, exactly. Yep, yep. Dan laughed. And Man, Vic how drunk home. was I? I don't remember this shit at all. <laughs> <laughs> also, that would put you, those dudes, like, uh, the time ago, like, that would put you around, like, 62 right now. If, uh, <laughs> if you were one of those guys. Yeah, I'm close. Yeah, yeah. Vic, what do you got for topics this week? Uh, so I guess I wanted to talk about movie appreciation perspectives. Uh, I just recently watched Mother. Okay, all right. <laughs> Have you seen Mother yet? I was about to say, if you bring up Children of the Corn, I yeah, will slam. I will slam my fucking laptop shut. I asked <laughs> Ryan to give me an elevator pitch, and we talked about it for seventeen minutes. I set the elevator uh, on fire. Basically. Yes, yeah. We both we both committed seppuku uh, in in the well, elevator. As a result. my my discussion is more general. I don't even really want to talk about the movie specifically. I'm just saying uh, the the movie that okay. I watched, Mother. But, yes, yeah. Have have you guys seen it? I've seen um, it. Yes, I have not seen it actually. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not a huge fan of that filmmaker. To be it's honest, it's Darren Aronofsky. Darren Aronofsky. Right? So yeah. I am a fan of his, and this has made me realize why. I think I get why. Okay, like why? I, I think I like movies that are confusing and hard to understand because, like, as somebody who's kind of slow on the uptake, just watching a normal movie. <laughs> I'm usually like, what's going on, you know? And when everybody around me is like, watches it, they're like, you don't understand this? Like, okay, you're Vic, an idiot, I am, you know? I am closer to <laughs> I think to, it brings to everybody you. to more on my side. I think, I, I'm closer know? to you in that regard uh, than other people. Like, 
I will watch a movie that is supposed to be pretty straightforward. And like you said, a lot of people are like, well, don't you remember this detail from it? I'm like, no, not yeah, at all. Yeah, it's like the <laughs> most important thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, and it's oh. like, oh, I, okay. Like, okay, now that scene makes sense. But no, I didn't remember that one character's last name. And that was a clue as to <laughs> yeah. what the fuck was going That's on my, this entire I'm time. I'm so like a fucking, uh, you know, like so easily distracted like catch sight of something shiny and i'll just miss a, a moment in a right, movie right I'm and like, everybody around me knows what's going on and i'm like right, i don't understand exactly, what's happening exactly. and like movies like darren aronofsky movies they're like they put you everybody on the same bowl like yeah, none yeah. of us know what the fuck they, is going they on. make everybody feel like an idiot <laughs> yeah and yeah. also <laughs> movies that are that are hard to understand there's like Pages and pages of texts of discussion of them explaining what everybody thinks is going on in the movie. Right. Well, it's like some normal movie that's really straightforward. Like nobody really thinks to write that much about what's going on because they just assume that everybody understands it. Sure. Unlike sure. me. So you know? I, I will say if I had not read what the fuck was going on in mother beforehand, I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much though. Because that movie, once you know that it is a telling of the Bible, once you once you understand that it is one long, like, like basically, uh, he gives you all the events of the Bible on display through like modern, and by modern I just mean like a two-story house, you know, like, like, a di- like, like things that, that are not period specific to when the Bible was written or supposed to have been written, uh, through this lens, once you understand it, it kind of makes you revisit the idea of the stories of the Bible and how b- fucking bizarre they are. <laughs> uh, it, it's kind of like a refreshing way to, view those, uh, those specific, you know, like chapters of the Bible, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. And well, I didn't read anything about it before I watched it, but and like, you know, I kind of got that there was some symbolism, like I know that this person's supposed to be God and this person's supposed to be like the earth or whatever. Right. And, and, uh, so I was still, there was still a bunch of parts. I was like, I don't get what the fuck all of this other shit is about at all, you know? Right. And then like afterwards I read up about it, but I was more thinking about like Darren Aronofsky, like the fountain. Have you ever seen that? I have not. I, I have, yeah. See, that is not like it's not supposed to be like a retelling or anything. I couldn't make it, a fucking lick of sense from that. See, movie. that that's what I'm talking about. See, if it wasn't, that's the kind of movie that I would say I would enjoy. If it wasn't for the fact that movie is such a bummer, like it's really just sad and it's like, a yeah, bums the re- you out yeah. the whole time. Yeah, that know? was not a happy watch. I remember yeah. uh, I only watched it once, and I was just like, "Well, that was just wallowing in misery." I'm gonna go in. Uh, make notes about to eventually watch the Children of the Corn sequel. <laughs> <laughs> but I think so, maybe more, more like along the lines of uh, what's the Jodorowsky movie? The fucking um, his most famous one. Uh, Sleep, Sleep has an album called it, and it's not oh, Holy Mountain. Mean. Holy Mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I watched a trailer for that the other day. 
That looks like the dumbest goddamn shit I've ever seen in my life. It is. I love it. It's great. It's so stupid. Looks horrible. (laughs) It's so good. And what am I supposed to? What is supposed to be appealing about that? So you're needing another. It brings everybody down. That's what I am like when I see a regular movie. I'm like, what's going on? I saw everybody's like, I get it. It was like one of those quote tweet things where it's like quote tweet this with the movie that best like represents you as a person or something (laughs) and one of my mutuals quote tweeted with that and like a still image from it and i was like what the what's wrong with this yeah and so like i looked up the trailer and it was like a movie experience unlike you've ever seen and it was like do you want to hear my favorite fact about this movie sure so the main character was going to be cast by paul mccartney Oh, and, okay. I think I read jo- something about that. Jodorowsky had him on board, and they were going to make the movie. And Paul McCartney was like, My, I only, I'm ready for all of this. I only have one little problem. I don't want to do the scene where you wash my asshole. And Jodorowsky uh, was like, okay, fuck off, Paul McCartney. We'll just get this guy. <laughs> because they had to have the asshole washing scene. There's an asshole washing scene? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because okay, Paul McCartney okay. wouldn't do it, and it was necessary hold on, hold on. for the movie. Wait, Paul McCartney was going to be the guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He- and Jodorowsky was like, oh, you don't want to have your asshole washed? Well, fuck off, Paul McCartney. <laughs> okay. we'll just get some other guy. Go, go okay. you change your mind about washing my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what kind Yesterday, of balls do you have to have to be like- <laughs> I was going to have my butthole cleaned. <laughs> Uh, um, just the audacity, the balls. Of hold on, hold on. <laughs> what? Okay, I ask yet again. What the fuck about this movie am I supposed to find appealing? Oh, not you're way? supposed to. I like it because okay, I'm but, like it doesn't make any sense. I'm like, but, oh, now it's like supposed to not make any okay, sense. Okay, so similar I don't feel to like the... it's something against me for not getting it. You know? Sure, I, I get that. I, just comfort I, I what you're saying. Way. Th- I completely understand people not enjoying watching it. Like, similar I don't, I to hold the Darren Aronofsky to... thing, though. Yeah. Like you said, you brought up The Fountain, which I have not seen. Do these movies have a... Like, if you ask Darren Aronofsky, hey, man, what's The Fountain about? Is he going to sit there and tell you exactly what it is and give you like a, a clear explanation of things? Is Joe Dorowski... Uh, which I know his first name is not Joe, Joe but that's, the yeah, I, 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 that's, that's how I'm going to refer to him. Is Joe Dorowski, uh, Joseph going, Dorowski. uh, going yeah. to Joe Dorowski, the plumber, like you said, it doesn't make any sense, but does it to him? It's just hard to surmise because it's I don't like, know. well, you know, uh, Joe Dorowski has that same kind of like personality, like, uh, Salvador Dali. Have you ever seen Salvador Dali on that old game show? They're like, yes. they're like, you have to ask him questions, and he's like, "Are you in sports?" And he's like, "Yes." And the, and the moderator has to be like, "No, the answer is actually no," because <laughs> <laughs> like, so, he just considers himself as a as a in part of sports because as an artist, like in I'm his opinion, sport. he is in part of sports. Yeah, know? yeah. It's like there's nothing he's not a part of yeah, when, right. when when he's an, an yeah, artist. But Jordan Rasky, I think, had that same kind of mentality. Where I don't think you could hold a conversation with him easily. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a person I want to fucking talk to for sure. <laughs> that doesn't sound like somebody I would hate their guts. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on. <laughs> why? Why are you fascinated with this dude's? 
persona slash artwork. And yet Rick Rubin, Rick fucking Rubin just says, hey man, I'm just like, you know, I'm just like here for the vibe and shit. And you're like, oh, that, that guy's fucking easy. full of shit. Well, that guy's bullshit. We are Jodorowsky not made up movies. fucking Rick Rubin again. <laughs> okay, no. so J- Jodorowsky just, did stuff. Okay, you know? <laughs> did he make, did, was he the camera operator? Was he the actor? Was he the you asked him, set he was. designer? Was he, or was he just there for the he fucking the vibe? Yeah. What if, okay, what if he just sat in the director's chair and was just like, yeah, this is the vibe I'm feeling, and everybody else did the work? What, like, would you well, have a different... I would appreciate everybody else. I'm not really sold on any, I don't worship heroes or anything. You like, don't, what's the, don't uh, what's shit. the name of that auteur? Like the the idea of an all tour. What does that even mean when it comes to movies? I'm not the person. Hold on, okay. I have no idea. <laughs> let's look this up real quick. Josh needs to be here for this question. Yeah, let's see. Wasn't that a tour like the, an expert in their field? Or um, just like I think so. A tour definition. Uh, a filmmaker whose personal influence and artistic control over a movie are so great, excuse me, that mm. the filmmaker is regarded as the author of the movie. So yeah. I would I would think that by all by that definition that would make Jodorowsky and Aronofsky probably an auteur. I would I would think that would make David Lynch an auteur. Um mm-hmm. less so like probably I don't know, would Spielberg be an auteur? Mm. I would say probably uh, not. Cronenberg. I would Cronenberg, say yeah, yeah, yeah. That that makes sense. Um Okay. So you hate Rick Rubin for being <laughs> for being the vibe I'm guy. Re- you really not, minimumi- just- <laughs> minimize my words here. <laughs> minimize? No, I'm I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Okay, Can't you so- see your words? Just minimize me. <laughs> uh, I'm going. Yeah, I don't to- know. I, I, I like movies that are confusing because it makes me feel like everybody feels like I do every time I watch a right, movie. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh, so, have you guys seen the, I don't know if y'all have Netflix, but they have a new, like, Netflix movie called Reptile that has Benicio Del Toro and Justin Timberlake, I think, in it. Oh, I've heard no. a little bit about this, but I haven't I watched it. I think that's who's in it. Uh, it is bad. It is <laughs> one of, it is just dog shit. Is it bad like I would hate it too, or I would like it? it, it it's bad in, in the way of like, like, I don't know if y'all remember that movie I, I kind of half reviewed on here that I think it was like one of Ray Liotta's last movies, The River Murders. I do. I do remember, I remember talking, talking about, about that. It, but I still never saw it. It's it's bad in that way. And like, there are lines of dialogue that are so perplexing and unrelated to the story the the just the the entire plot of the movie is fucking just dumb as shit like it's not it's supposed to be this like this this hard-boiled detective played by benicio del toro kind of discovers that there's like bad cops that he's been lifelong friends with and there's this yeah like (laughs) a, a real original fucking idea right and there's like this real estate scam going on but it's not in the sense of like 
you know, Chinatown kind of real estate scam where like powerful forces are, you know, buying up properties. You, you know, you, you ever seen Chinatown, the Jack Nicholson movie? I saw the first 30 minutes of it. I never Okay. It. All right. Uh, so like, <laughs> it, it made like, too much sense. Yeah. In that movie, there's like <laughs> political forces and, and shit going on that are, are conspiring to, to, you know, it's just like, it's a, it's a grand, grand scope type of thing. This shit is like, a real estate scam on like a house by house basis, <laughs> like literal, like <laughs> realtors. Yeah. Like it's the most low stake shit you could imagine. And it's like, it's just stupid. I, I, I rec- everybody should watch it. Please watch it so that you <laughs> oh, can feel, is, I love this. When you hate something so much, you're like, everybody should see I want this. <laughs> other people to watch this and, and explain to me, like like make me feel less crazy after i watched it because it was it was stupid as shit man like at one point benicio del toro is talking to his wife who is played by alicia silverstone by the way she's in this where's uh, she been jeez i don't know i don't know it looks great Wait, uh, not like, like great uh <laughs> great great little role for her, but he's like going over one of the details of the cases where he like holds up a his phone and shows her like a picture of the the car that was caught on the security footage and he's like, Yeah, it's a ninety-four Buick Riviera or something. And she goes, Mm-mm, no, that's a blah 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 blah, like Pontiac something else. And he goes, Really? And she's like, Yeah, you see that window right there? She's like, That's the kind of car I lost my virginity in. And he's like, When you were fourteen? And she's like, yeah. And like, and, and then he goes, gross. And then like, and then they just go to the next like part oh, of the conversation. Mean, it was written by a teenager. I guess. I don't <laughs> fucking know. It's just like, it has nothing to do with anything. Like there is no relevance to it. It doesn't like turn into like some weird sexy mo. Like it's just, it's is like, it just why like did a, they a fucking say attempt that? At, like, being comedy, but it's just like Mrs. I guess the Mark a yeah, if if the vibes that it gave me was that uh, Mr. Policeman, uh, you could have saved a oh, movie, the Snowman. The Snowman. Yeah, it was it. It felt like it had been directed and edited and reshot like a dozen times by different people, and there were like multiple directors on it. And the editing was bizarre. The music was so fucking weird. There were like giant swells of music for no nothing happens like it's like the most suspenseful music you've ever heard and literally nothing is happening on screen nothing i i have a theory that um netflix excels at tv shows but they fail miserably at movies um when yeah it comes, yeah that yeah. that's that's pretty uh pretty spot on actually yeah, you know how we, that we previously one they had was uh was it bright like that, uh, oh, that, yeah, like, yeah, that, I, I that kind of like that movie. It was not that oh, bad. Good for, <laughs> good for you. Whoa, <laughs> we found the one guy besides Max Landis that likes the movie Bright. I Ooh. mean, I might have to watch it again, I guess. Holy I shit. That bad. okay, was it like, did it have the potential to be the new Star Wars, like Max Landis said that it did? <laughs> God, <No>. Vic, I'm <laughs> no. asking you, buddy. I'm saying, no. No. okay, okay, no, okay, gotcha. Um, uh, yeah, but I mean, there was definitely, while the movie was playing, I was like, it's weird that this guy talks like this. Like, he has, like, like his costume makes it seem like he has, like, 
plastic in his mouth. And it's like, is it going to be like that the whole movie? And it, and it was. was. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that was a weird aspect to it. But, and you they know, made they made the orcs like black dudes. Like they, they that is like the... Oh, I didn't the, put that together. Oh, yeah, in the movie... Well, like, there was lots of ra- racial species tension. It was all it was all racial yeah. species tension. Like, there's a scene where uh, wait, that's Will Smith, right? He's like the yeah. the main guy. Mm-hmm. Like, he walks out of his his house, and like his neighbors are grilling in their front yard, listening to loud gangster rap, and wearing like Raiders jerseys, and they're all orcs. But see, this and is my. I'm just so oblivious. <laughs> I'm gonna go back and watch it now after oh, you having said that. And fucking see all the shit that I there, didn't like see all the gangbangers, all the drug dealers and shit are all orcs. Like it's all coded as and, and they Yikes. and they all like they speak in in okay, like. Okay, well, don't judge know, me that I said a, that it wasn't. A, <laughs> a, <laughs> I didn't, I'm just an oblivious idiot. So uh, that's, okay, that's okay. That's okay. But you know, we, we had talked uh, many episodes ago. We talked about how a lot of Netflix is like before AI became a big thing, a lot of it was algorithmically driven. Like yeah, yeah. House of Cards was put together by an algorithm, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what if they just like keep throwing shit at this algorithm and like sometimes it just puts shit together a little wrong and you come up with like a, a show where like the music swells for no reason because the algorithm was <laughs> because off. Because the, the AI bit. generated it. <laughs> or moment. they just had a bunch of leftover shit that the, uh, the AI had to like, piece it together in a way you know speaking of that like there's been a new wave a new glut of ai generated images on twitter uh slash x lately oh is it that that high school yearbook thing or whatever that's going around well there's that but there's also uh bing image creator like they signed a deal to where basically anybody with an account can use the new Dolly uh, 4 mm. or 3 or something like that. And so everybody's like making, like you know, it, it's the shiny new thing. And, and just like the AI images, like there's a huge rash of them when this first came out and then it went away. And then somebody else like comes out with a new generation of it and then it goes away. Like I was thinking about all of these images that are showing up now. Uh, like that that uh heavy set black dude kicking the alligator in the face. Yeah, it'd be such a buzzkill. <laughs> I, uh, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> it was this image that looked like it had been taken in a swamp at night, where this dude was kicking in the jaw an alligator. Like this, it was like this alligator <laughs> was standing on its hind legs, and this dude was doing like a Liu Kang almost like a flying kick into this alligator's jaw. But it looked, if you didn't inspect it too hard, if you didn't zoom in on the hands too far, <laughs> it looked it looked real, like at first. Man, you know, they in, keep just saying this shit's glance. getting better and better, but I couldn't make it make a Gundam wearing a diaper. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I couldn't make it work. I don't know. Uh, so, uh... I was, the only reason I saw that photo was because um, somebody... Tweeted at the president uh, for Namco Bandai, who works on Tekken, what and said, are you uh, talking about? Like of the the dude kicking the uh, alligator in the uh. face, and like he quote tweeted saying like LOL. So they're like, this is literally your game. I think it's so they told him. This what is uh, a Tekken. Oh. Uh, so somebody somebody captioned that image with uh, this yeah. is literally just Tekken or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and then they the, quote and they he quote tweeted yeah. saying that it was funny. Um. So. 
point being is like, and I, I posted this on, on Twitter the other day, but this has to be what it felt like when, you know, old guys in like the 60s and 70s started seeing the quality of the products that they were used to using start to go downhill as like manufacturing started moving overseas and things got cheaper and cheaper and like more disposable and less, you know, lasted less and less long. Like people are, are thrilled and excited that they get this cheap, easy way to like create this eye candy. You know what I mean? But ultimately it's just all disposable shit that you look at for like 30 seconds. And then you either, it's like, saved onto your phone and then that phone eventually gets trashed or it's just immediately deleted and that processing power all like whatever whatever uh you know uh crop in the midwest that didn't get watered because the fucking process the water for that crop had to go into the computer to cool the processors to create that fucking image like yeah. Oh, what a dismal way to look at this. Well, shit. but it it is it is like like electricity and energy, and, and I know you could say this about virtually everything, right? But it is virtually so everything. So there's like it's so what's the what's the word um for like temporary? It's so ethereal, like it's you see it for a second and you go, haha. And then it's gone forever. You know, like it just yeah, goes in one eyeball thing, out the other and it's done. It isn't really gone forever in that it, you just don't stop caring about it. It creates this like internet noise, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like i yeah. Right. <laughs> like all this shit is just clogging up the arteries it's, of the it's, fucking internet. So like I, I, I read somebody use, using the phrase internet detritus one time. basically like perfect all of these files all of these servers that that host all of this data they they just like you know it's like why you can still find the space jam website for for the movie space jam from 1996 you know it's like still online somewhere still being hosted man is there a good collection of like forgotten abandoned websites i'm sure (laughs) i'm sure there is like i'm I'm sure i'm sure that's just the the one that that comes to mind but like all of these all of these little bits of data that are created on the internet or like that that get saved because like if you create the image and you save it on your phone and other people save it on their phones and then that's just where it goes to die and it didn't it didn't do anything it didn't accomplish anything you're not going to actually use it for like artwork you're not going to use it for any kind of purpose like i almost like i'm and i'm not i'm not trying to be a killjoy in like Yes, we all do things for amusement and ah, stuff. This is a joy you could kill. I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, it's like, it's so disposable. It's so incredibly disposable that it's, it. that's why I was thinking about like how, how disposable so much of our, our like just, and it's just capitalism, you know, if I can get, I either pay an artist to do this idea that I just came up with, which I would never fucking pay anyone in a million years because it's a stupid fucking idea. Mm-hmm. Nobody should make, uh, 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 except for the Gundam in a diaper thing. Like I, <laughs> you should actually commission that one. But the idea that, that yeah, sorry hat, where are you at? 
Yeah, exactly. Let's get them in a uh, diaper. Sorry if you're if you're listening to this. Or uh, if Chris Millard is listening, that should be your uh, your lunchtime sketch uh, for sure. It's just I don't know, man. It's it's like it's over this this shit is like overwhelming the senses and making the idea of creating art uh just like cheaper and cheaper yeah have did you see the clip of the guys trying to uh, present their ai stuff to the uh, studio ghibli dude or whatever oh yeah i posted it yeah oh I, yeah I, I was uh it was I, so good. It was just it was, everything. I was just like he, watching his soul die. Yeah, it's like he, humanity is like forsaken now. The uh, the head of Studio Ghibli. I'm forgetting his name uh, right Hayao now. Miyazaki. Yes, uh, Miyazaki. He says uh, this is an insult to life itself. I will never. <laughs> I will, which is just. It's. It's like it's. It was. It, it felt like a scripted scene, in that he was so concise and in deadly with his words as deadly as you can be with your words that it felt like it had been written out for him before he said it and (laughs) him saying that he would never use this in his studio and to see the look of like like those dudes cried later like they absolutely were like brought to tears the one guy was like choking up his voice was like (laughs) choking up in the moment it was it was beautiful it was absolutely beautiful um (laughs) Yeah, I, that I don't reminds know. me of. I don't know if you saw the. Uh, uh, there was like a trend where there. There's a big long thread of a guy. I think he just made AI to finish like the outside of a famous painting. Oh like, yeah, beyond I've seen those. the thing. Yeah, and then like went on it. I mean that alone is fucking stupid. But then he also went on to be like really rant and rave about how it is the future and how like profound it is and i'm like is it profound what what we're what we're seeing right now is literally in real time whenever you see one of those things one of those posts where these guys one of these tech bros talk about how like this is the future this is just the the beginning of of ai taking over hollywood and and it's the beginning of a revolution and stuff what when you read an article from cnbc or CNN Money, or Forbes, or the Wall Street Journal, where they talk about an industry that you're not familiar with, and somebody is talking about how this is going to revolutionize some, like, you know, uh, I don't know, again, some industry, insert whatever industry. Basically, it's, you're just not familiar with that, so you're you're like, okay, I guess if they say so. <laughs> yeah, Other people, like, that don't, that that aren't very, like, aren't closely paying attention to AI, and and shit they're wowed by these these bullshit statements of of you know that are predictions for what this stuff is capable of this shit can't get hands right like this shit <laughs> like the the articles that are ai written cuz it's not just the art generator it's the it's also the the ai written articles like you can tell immediately when an ai has written something it is fucking painful to read it's terrible because it's just a mashup of a bunch of actually well-written articles. And instead of like basically just copying the structure, it like dices them up, mixes them up and spits out something worse. It's like taking a bunch (laughs) of good meals, combining them for no fucking reason and then serving it to you on a plate. And it's like, I don't want Oreos mixed with like green beans. You fucking (laughs) idiot. If you're lucky, they'll just make a bad children of the corn sequel. Yeah, if we're if we're lucky, yeah. If, I tell you what, 
AI is allowed to make movies if that's what it does. If make Children of the Corn movies. That's yeah, it. It's, yeah. It seems crap like on the cob. <laughs> if I had to guess, what's going to happen is like big studios like Disney, who want to save as much money as they can, are going to find ways to like incorporate this shit and pay people less to do stuff. Like, doesn't that seem inevitable? Well, that's that's what the Writers Guild was just fighting against. That's what right. uh, literally the the actors are striking uh, still. Like, I think SAG after is still on strike. Where they're saying, no, you can't use our likeness, you know, you can't have our likeness to, to make AI-generated copies uh, of us whenever you want. And writers, uh, want, because it's like, the studios are looking to get rid of, of writing jobs and just have like an AI program basically like storyboard an entire season and like have half the writers just fill in the <laughs> gaps, you know, like it's like, it's that fucking easy to do. Yeah. Doesn't it seem like one of those, what, what is it that you said that took over Bojangles and made it shitty or whatever? Yeah. It's uh private equity, private equity. Yeah. How, I mean, can you imagine it coming? I mean, it seems very plausible that it comes to the point where a renowned thing like Disney that we all know from like making some of the most cutting edge top of the line movies in the world. Like sure. what, what if they're going to just end up being like one of these fucking, they just stop because they just don't want to spend the money to fucking make a crazy oh, again, again, when, when your company is not beholden to the product, but beholden to the shareholder, that's all that matters. Did it make a yeah, profit? Right. Not as it good, not as it good. And again, you know, you're some like 60 year old dude in like 1975 and you've had these like tools that you've used your entire life and you go to the store and like suddenly the like the the, you know, set of tools that you were going to buy that used to be made. Yeah. Like, I don't know down- how to use this digital hammer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. 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 What the fuck does Jurassic Park going to the moon mean?